0: Hey, everybody. It's your GM Griff back with the finale of episode 100. Get hype. Got nothing to say at the top. Here's episode 100, part three, Unlikely Kin.
1: Do you like liquor and things that go boo?
2: up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 100, part three. (laughs) So, this time, we decided to do something kind of fun for the finale of episode 100. Um I think was this also suggested by Eric?
3: It was a fan suggestion. I forget now who suggested it, but I think I think it was.
4: It sounds like an Eric thing. Yeah.
0: So, noise. <laughs> what we're doing, what we're drinking this episode is everybody we we went back in the tapes. We listened to episode 1 and We're drinking what we were drinking in that episode. Back in the archives. Back in the archives. Digging deep for that one. Almost two years ago. So, let's start with Steve like we did in the old days. Griff, you know what I was drinking in episode one. There's a reason we called that Hams and harrows. That's
4: a hams, Griffin. And guess what? Episode one wasn't team slurp. But episode 100, part three is... So this is going to be a Team Slurp episode. Uh, if you're not into that, just uh, go ahead and mute it right now. Skip ahead 30 seconds. You know how it works.
2: But it's a Team Slurp episode.
4: I'm slightly out of practice. Not my best work.
5: I'm sorry. Here we are.
0: I'm sorry, but it shows. I it know. Should. I know. <laughs> a lot of pressure today. <laughs> Brooks, what were you drinking in episode one that you're uh, drinking now?
6: I, I, I did myself a bit dirty here, but I can't blame White Claw because they only had one pack out. This is the uh, Natural Lime.
0: Yeah, it's not the greatest flavor in the world, I'll tell you that.
6: It's not the greatest. It's not their worst. But, you know, it it comes in clutch when you really need it.
0: Haley, episode one drink. Sangria. Sangria. Yes. You having some sangria right now? Yes. Solid, how is it?
7: Um, it's good. I couldn't get the exact brand I think from episode one, but I didn't say it, so I'm not sure.
5: <laughs> Fair.
0: Emily.
3: I had a wine spritzer, and of course, in the first episode, I didn't specify uh, more than that. But this time, I have a barefoot uh, peach and nectarine uh, spritzer.
0: Solid. As for myself, I also didn't specify what type of bourbon I was having, but it wouldn't be episode 100 if I wasn't having myself a little bit of Angel's Envy Get us off to a good start to the end. And so before we get back in on the action, I know we didn't do any uh any Patreon drinks during a hundred, but we do have to roll off. Ooh, this is one one. One one. Seventeen. Hey, me too. Oh, hey. Twins.
7: Natural twenty.
0: Natural twenty. Ooh. Oh boy.
7: Oh. I got above 10. I got 11.
6: I barely scraped by that one with a three. Hmm. Right. Said, kicks Brooks kicks off. Yeah. I'm not. Not your best I, work. When we started doing this, was I the first as well?
7: I have no idea. Uh, oh, that I don't anyway, know. Yeah. That's even deeper in the our tapes because I don't remember <laughs> when we
0: started doing that. God. So Awesome. When last we met our heroes... They were in combat with Sawyer Savarine and his partner Anya in a building in Feldgrau, the haunted town in the furrows. You all know these are the leaders of the Devil Wolves. And in the combat, Anya fell. We got a little look into the mind of Saw. And he yielded, and I would be remiss if I didn't offer this for one of the first times for an evil character, certainly the first time for an evil character pitted against the party, but here's a hero card for that Saw backstory. Thank you, Griffin. Can only be used on Saw. Won't be a problem. I
4: I haven't looked at the card yet, but I, I, you know, just letting you know. I, I wrote that one and a lot of heart went into it. I think that's the the backstory that I've written um, that I'm most proud of. So let's see what I got. That is a chaotic neutral card. The Uprising. So now I have a card for Saw. Wonderful. Alright. Plus uh, five to a roll.
7: Uh, by the way, uh, Brooks was first in the first time we did this drink poll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. History repeats itself. It does. So with Saw yielding, it's Anya's turn and she's bleeding to death. So I'm gonna roll see if she can stabilize. Anya is not stable and continues to bleed out. It's Duriston's turn. And he sees Saw yield and he recognizes the woman that turned him into a wolf is down on the ground and he's not sure what his friends you guys are going to do so he delays freya it's your turn
3: freya looks from saw to anya and then back to saw again you've put your weapon down I think we can have a talk now as a show of good faith I'll stabilize your partner and if we can play nicely we'll see where we go from there and Freya cast stabilize
0: okay so Anya is stable at (laughs) negative 14 oof luckily she's a natural werewolf and has more con than that. <laughs> she probably doesn't have much. Not much for her, no. Eclipse, you're up.
7: Um, Eclipse would I think walk towards Anya and kind of place herself a little bit between Anya and Saw, and um, look at Ikmer and say, Ikmer this is all you. Lead the way. I'm here. I can uh, I can take care of the situation if we need to.
4: Is that seriously how you people play this? Is that seriously how you work, Prince of
6: Wolves? Ikmir would lower his sword and shield and say clips it's so uh, clearly not necessary uh, he's yielded and I I, I think uh, Freya might have uh, put it put it best and that we can at least at least talk uh, this whole this whole thing is extremely new and I, I really want to at least hear him out when When he says that he's against the whispering way.
4: I've come this far against them. I will not fail. If you stand against the way and you allow Anya to live, then we can have a conversation. Let's get her on her feet and then I'll talk. I think personally... That you're a pretty strong wolf. We've been tangling for a second now, and I think you can stand your own, but I know for fuck's sake that you can't take Vrood by yourselves or with the other three around you. You would be dead fucking meat. Vrood's powerful. I've got the devil wolves. I want Adam. If you stand against Vrood and you stand for what's right then I think we can work something out, but I don't believe that you stand for what's right until somebody who's bleeding out in front of you is standing back on their feet. I'm not saying another goddamn word until Anya's back up. And Saw's so gonna pull a potion of Cure Moderate Runes that I uh, bought in the first Evil Underlude
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's still on my character sheet. <laughs>
4: He's not holding anything right now besides that. I swear to God, I have two of these. Um, I am going to get her back up. When she gets up, she's not going to be a problem. Are you okay with that?
7: I mean, like, are we out of t- turn order? Yeah, you're out of turn order. Okay, because I was going to say, I was waiting for Ikmer's words, and then I was going to either flesh mend or hold a knife to her mouth. Like, like, there's that's those yeah. are my two options, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, if Ikmer says that and you'd like to do that, yeah, then go ahead.
7: So I would then heal her uh, with the flesh mend. Twenty-one points of healing.
0: Okay, she's conscious, and 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 Sawyer
4: rushes over to her and cups her head with his hand. It's holding it up. It's okay. It's okay. We're fine. We're fine.
1: I'm. I'm so sorry, Saw. So.
4: Don't, don't speak you're you're okay. You're okay. We're going to be we're we're getting through this.
0: And she kind of like nuzzles into you and is quiet.
4: He looks back up at the rest of the group. I I think it's time
6: we spoke then. You have to understand we have not met uh very many th- Favorable opponents to throughout, throughout our journey, and I, I will admit that we we might have uh, kind of rushed into this combat without properly, I guess, uh, understanding all sides, and so
4: it's Ikmer, right? I've I've heard about you, I have. Do you wanna know why we're having this conversation? Why I have not kept fighting you? Why I didn't leave Anya bleeding out on the floor to try and take you out? Because we don't know each other. That's why we're having this discussion. Because, because every other wolf outside of the devil wolves has treated us like fucking dog shit. I've gotten along just fine with the Dorshenevs, but we're far enough away at least in these wolves, where it really doesn't matter. Everybody else has put us down, has stamped us into the dirt, including, including your very precious father, Rickmit, and his wolves. They won't have us, they won't hear our words, and they won't let us a seat at their table. So that's why I'm talking to you. Because if it was Rickmit here and your other three friends, this would be a very different conversation. So I'm wondering... You put my wife down. You killed a good friend of mine, or someone who once was a good friend of mine. And you hurt me a little bit. Well, Can we have a conversation?
6: I don't understand uh, when you you say that you, you can't be, be a part of the other tribes, and I'm not pretending to understand I too have not been a part of the uh, normal or even abnormal werewolf clans or tribes I've very very recently just just arrived and and so you should understand that I I too am, am very new to this, and I, I'm not my father. I'm not the Dorsenevs. I'm also not the Volensang and or anyone else. I'm just me. But we came to terms with Sabriza when she she was on top of the the stairs and I i think that there's definitely a way that we can figure this out together I don't see why there's any reason why we can't
4: well that's
6: refreshing to hear and we'll see
4: if it holds true what are you doing in this city do you come purely just for the pack lord's heart
6: I am here to stop the bad that the Whispering Way are doing to so many people everywhere. And so recently have I only just found out about my past that the Shutterwood is apparently where uh, where my father is i You'll have to understand I think I met my father like Five days ago or something
7: I seriously thought Ikmer was gonna say I'm here to stop The bad guys
6: <laughs> You know Generic bad
5: I'm generic good
4: <laughs> I don't know where you've been Ikmer or the rest of you Well, that's a long ways, yeah. But I'd warrant a bet that you don't know the half of how bad the whispering way can get. I have a unique perspective into their organization. And it gets real bad. And that's why I'm here. One to give my wolves, and my were and my were-bats, and my were-rats a place at the table. Two, to secure a spot where Anya and I can live in freedom. And three, to stamp out the tyranny of the Whispering Way and murder that fucker Orin Vrude. because he fucked us over far too many times. And you know what happens when he gets what he wants? It's not the end of the Devil Wolves, it's the end of the Devil Wolves, the Sangs, the Silverhides, the Dorzenevs, and you. It's the end of all life, not in Ustalav, not in Avistan, on this entire world. So this is where we make our stand. And that's why I came here to this city. That's why I came to this city with not enough wolves to take down Vrood, hoping that I could punch through the lines and rip his throat out from his body. The Pack Lord's heart is a fucking bonus. Because if we don't get Vrood, that's the end of everything. I'm
6: not pretending to... To know your struggles, or even see things from your perspective. I, I think that we have a lot that we can teach each other. And there's no reason why we can't. The, but you're right. We, we do have a common enemy literally circling us. Uh, and I think that we we can... Have a very. Well. A very good conversation. After we. Deal with the whispering way. And quite honestly. I'm pretty tired of them too. They've killed one of my friends. As well. And. It. Has uh, definitely left a deep scar. On my heart. As well. So. I ask that you not assume my perspective as well or uh, all of our perspective pointing at the rest of the party
0: and I think at this point it's fair that the rest of the party is privy to this conversation as well
4: you mentioned that like everybody's privy to this conversation so I don't know if anybody because else wants him. to speak up or anything
6: except Durison he doesn't he's not allowed to right now Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am also new legal, <laughs> And so I have a seat at the table. Oh,
6: God. Ikmir is going to roll his eyes as he... Uh, well, is Sawyer still uh, large? No, he's shrunk down.
4: Okay, he's, okay. He's, okay. A, he's, a, he's a tiefling again.
6: Yeah. Uh, through that conversation, Ikmir has become... His normal form. Half normal orc. Half normal gray self. Yep. Yep. Saw so stands up
4: and kind of motions back to Durston. I don't know if you've met this guy. Biggest pain in the ass.
0: I heard
5: that. <laughs> I heard
7: that.
3: <laughs> you
4: drug me out here. Uh, Big mistake.
7: Hang on. Here's the thing, though. He's got very large pockets.
6: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys like my cargo pants?
7: (laughs) They're great. How are those earplugs? You should put them in.
0: They don't fit in my wolf ears. (laughs) They they were only good for my human ears.
6: I feel like it's also appropriate to talk about that whole uh, situation. Maybe not necessarily right now, but... I'm not sure exactly what the motive was as far as turning him, but I don't think we need to touch that right now.
4: I'll make it simple. Um, We're behind enemy lines, and we need every wolf we can get. Thurston was an easy decision to make, but he hasn't made it easy on us. Big mistake on our end. (laughs)
0: I feel like everybody's just taking shots at me while I'm here. It's it's just a couple.
3: (laughs) Sounds like we have a similar enemy. We have strong forces. Sounds like you do too. We've come through part of the battle. If Frood is so strong, as you say, we can't defeat him alone. We need to combine our forces and fight together as one team. Are you willing to do that?
4: My wolves, my bats, my boars are bloodied and broken. But where the rest of the silver hides and the volensangs lack, we've got heart. And we'll pull through. We'll see this to the end. But I need... Two concessions. One. Anya is untouchable. Do not harm her. No matter what. And two. When this is all over... And he's looking directly at Ikmer. When this is all over... My devil wolves are no different... Than any other wolves under your Peru...
6: I don't see why we wouldn't be able to come to terms. That we're it's not we're... completely reasonable to me.
4: If if that's the case, that's the end of the conversation. That's all I need to hear. I have your word. You
6: all are witnesses. We too would absolutely have uh terms as well that we're we're getting at some pretty democratic stuff here, but
5: big uh, <laughs> werewolf. <a brick>,
6: <laughs> Damn, what was all, that like four syllables? Not bad. Uh, all in all, I I'm not a hundred percent positive turning unwilling people into werewolves is exactly the uh, right thing to do if they're not. Uh, willing to, or understanding of exactly what it entails, uh, Anya, are, are you also on the same side as, as Saw In that we all, all lycanthropic beings are the are to be treated as equals.
1: Of course, I am, McMur. Myself and Saw are the only members of the Devil Wolves that are full lycanthropes. Everyone else has been taken under our wing. My goddess, Giselda, bids that I spread her gift, but... With you as our pack lord, I can refrain as long as my people are treated as equals. You see, werewolves that are turned, were creatures that are turned, can't always control themselves. Maybe that's why our people have been shunned. However, no one wants to live as a pariah. There are things the full-blooded wolves could do to help my brothers and sisters, to help keep them under control, to help keep them in the woods, to live in harmony that they aren't doing right now.
6: And it sounds like... If there's anything that the afflicted need right now are two strong leaders. But what we all need right now is, is to defeat a common enemy.
4: It seems at least for now, we agree. And if you maintain your word, there's no reason for us to stray from the path. ickmer Let's talk about this common enemy. How about that?
6: Uh, uh sounds like you know quite a bit and I'd like to I'd like to hear everything you like or everything that you know. Well, once upon a time I used to work for Oren Brud. Is, is this a, uh, normally stories that start like that are usually fables and tales.
5: <laughs> well, I also hope
4: that this one ends with a happily ever after. However, I worked for Oren Vrood a long time ago. I was part of a crack squad, if you call them, of real bad boys and girls, and we would do some pretty terrible things for him. But the one thing that he always was searching after the one thing we were always trying to do was to assemble. I and mean, even to this day, I'm not sure I quite understand it. Whether it's a, a process or a set of instructions or even a recipe, something called a Aryan crown. And there are things that you need to assemble or complete or activate the carrion crown. I don't know what they all are. But one of them, at least according to Oren Brood, is the Pack Lord's Heart. That's why Mathis, who was working for Oren Brood, Mathis bless his heart, didn't end up with the Pack Lord's Heart because Oren Brood used him to divide and segregate the wolves to make us weaker. To move in on Cavalcassane, defeat her, take the heart for himself. Something that he promised Mathis. And he is going to use it to activate or create the Carrion Crown. What does the Carrion Crown do, you ask? The Carrion Crown is something that the Whispering Way can use to reinvigorate, bring back to this world, reincarnate. I don't know the right word for it, but tar himself. That old mad wizard that you guys may have heard about, the one that they call the Whispering Tyrant. I don't know how close Orrin Rude is to completing the Carrion Crown. However, what I do know is they've tried before without the Pack Lord Heart and they failed. Does the Pack Lord Heart bring them any closer? I don't know, but I would warrant to bet yes. And besides, all of the undead between us and them in that tower that Orin Vrood has dug himself into, like a little garrison, there's something else. Orin Vrood isn't alone. In fact... This one's a little personal for me. Because Oren Vrood, right now, is working with an old accomplice of mine. A very, very intelligent woman. Someone who can bend and meld flesh with her bare hands who knows the alchemical secrets to unlocking the potential of the human form, meshing it with creatures and otherworldly beings. She's a woman who goes by the name Dr. Vivian Malice. The two of us worked very closely together. In fact, of the crack squad that I brought up before, I would say when I left, I wasn't on good terms with the Whispering Why. But I still have a somewhat soft spot in my heart for Dr. Vivian Malice. She's a bad woman, but I'm not a great guy either. So she helped me out. However, she is still on the wrong side of this and she's standing with Vrood and not only do I know she's standing with Vrood, she's standing with Vrood in this very city. If we want to get to him we need to go through her first. And she is no one you want to fuck around with.
7: Uh, excuse me? I believe that we have uh, fought her before. Just oh, like she almost killed us, specifically. Matsumbe and myself.
2: Yes, she was... uh <laughs> It was a difficult time for me. An eclipse as well. Really? You, big boy. And she's... She's kind of slender. Yes, I understand, but... She was able to flit around about us. And at the time, I was... Uh, much larger than I am right now. Unwieldy. But we triumphed. We did. Oh yeah? And how did you do that? Well, uh, with a little bit of help. See, my friend Eclipse here and myself, we we really went for it. She almost got us too. If it wasn't for... a champion here, Freya, keeping us alive after all was said and done. We would have been dead. We almost got her, too. Would it have been so easy?
3: Our strength comes from our teamwork. If you're part of our team, you'll be stronger, too.
7: Now, Sawyer, I would say that triumph was probably a very strong word for (laughs) Mizumbe to be using.
2: I think we did great.
7: <laughs> uh, she, she left without us being able to murder her, as I, I preferred, considering she killed our friend.
4: I haven't seen her in a long time.
2: How's she doing?
7: She goes invisible really easily. Oh, I think that's new.
2: Yes, and last time we saw her, <laughs> we had caved her skull quite well in. In fact, even afterwards, we thought we were, she was surely dead, however... She managed to get away.
4: That's a new trick. I haven't seen her use that one before.
3: It seems like she's learned a lot in her time traveling. We came across a lot of her experiments and destruction. She's caused so many people so much pain. If we can stop her and Rude, the world will be a better place.
4: I'm sorry to hear what she did to all of you. I don't particularly have bad blood with the good doctor. But the fact of the matter is if she stands with Rude, she stands against us. And I'll go through her if I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering why you're calling her a good doctor, then. Well, I'm glad you asked. Because once upon a time, it was very painful for me to transform and when I did, I lost all of my intelligence. I was a fucking animal, worse than anyone you've ever seen. She helped. She helped me keep my senses as I changed. Didn't give me my full gifts, but in her own way. She was my primary, my primary care physician.
6: You'll have to understand that uh, it was extremely hard to, to see her not only uh, take over the, the life of one of our friends, but also kill another and create... More evil in order to further to control them, and we appreciate your your help on this, and as well in saying that she she is
0: evil. I, I think, can be. Yep. You've been somewhat talkative, surprisingly. <laughs> um, you have some abilities. You might want to utilize them. Okay. while this conversation is happening sure. Uh, I imagine Matumbe with his both discern lies and detect alignment might be interested in the kind of things happening
4: um, so Sawyer sees him start to cast by all means I have nothing to hide um, and Matumbe is hmm, what's going on here going to detect some lies I haven't lied yet
0: yeah, Matumbe doesn't detect lies
4: um, and uh, and furthermore Matumbe is going to cycle through the alignments, so starting in this order, evil chaos uh, I was going to say neutral, that's not right lawful and then good
0: Yeah, so he cycles once and goes back and cycles through again He's definitely getting a strong chaos vibe from this guy. Makes kind of sense. But when he cycles through the alignments, the evil he feels is very faint. It's something that he hasn't seen before when he's done this. Usually these things are pretty definitive. It almost seems as if the past ills of this person are sticking to them, and that they're in the process of a long change. Interesting.
2: You are like no other creature I have ever experienced before, Soya Saverine.
4: Well, I'm pretty sick of the person I used to be, so
6: I've been working to make amends. I've heard sickness is in season, so it's okay. We've all had we all have a past.
4: Uh Slayer takes a knee. <laughs>
2: My pack lord.
5: <laughs>
6: I
1: have a problem.
6: <laughs> We're not that close yet. <laughs> We're not that close yet.
4: So I guess all this said and done, um, Sawyer's gonna—you know—he's been—he's been by Anya's side this whole time, and, and she seems to be recovering okay. He's gonna stand up. I'm not at my highest strength. Neither is the love of my life. Um, and and Ikmer, I think we got
6: off on the wrong foot. That's right. You got quite a quite a swing there. And you, dude, you're no fucking joke. I can't hit you down. Well, uh, you have to uh, get hit a lot to uh, also stay up from getting hit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's very confusing. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer
4: looks
2: at the rest of the crew like...
5: Is this regular? <laughs> is this
2: regular? <laughs> oh, my God. Did I, like, gonna... rattle the kid's brain around a
6: little bit? God damn it. They're all going to look, look back and be like, yeah, he does this all the time.
4: <laughs> I say we take the night. This is a defensible position. You guys know it's very hard to get in here, and they don't know we're here. We've already been here for several hours now, and no dead have come to mess with us. I say we hold up, burn whatever healing you can, I'm looking at you, Miss Cleric, because I can't do it myself, and then maybe, uh, bring all hell to Rude, so, uh, who I have one last piece of exposition
2: I forgot to deliver. <laughs> he is a vampire. Oh. Um, hmm, interesting, a vampire, I'll roll a knowledge, religion. <laughs> uh, that's going to be uh, a <laughs> 29- What would you like to know about vampires? (laughs) Uh, uh, Weaknesses. Special
5: defenses.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck. I gotta gotta open it up.
2: (laughs) I'm having more fun than I've ever had on the show. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to my life. Oh, my
7: God. Yeah, I could tell. You bounce back and forth really quickly.
0: Yeah. Now do it with six.
6: (laughs) Ah, No thanks. No thanks. Oh my god. Now I'm thinking back and the funeral was honestly like six of the most different voices ever. And oh my god. Do you appreciate
5: me? though?
0: Alright, so you asked for defensive abilities? And weaknesses, yes. Okay, so... Defensive abilities, they have channel resistance, DR-10, unless it is magic and silver. They have undead traits, they resist cold 10 and electricity 10. Mm. Weaknesses, they can't tolerate the strong odor of garlic and will not enter any area laced with it. They recoil from mirrors or strongly presented holy symbols. They don't harm the vampire, they just keep it at bay. Holding a vampire at bay takes a standard action. And after one round, it can overcome that quite easily. Uh, They can't enter a private home or dwelling unless invited. You're starting to sense a theme here, but this is mechanically how they work. Um, Reducing a vampire's hit points to zero or lower doesn't kill it. You have to... If it can make it back to its coffin... It can rejuvenate. Exposing any vampire to direct sunlight staggers it on the first round of exposure and destroys it utterly on the second consecutive round of exposure if it does not escape. Each round of immersion in running water inflicts damage on a vampire equal to one third of its maximum hit points. A vampire is reduced to zero hit points in this manner, or if a vampire is reduced to zero hit points in this manner, it is destroyed. Driving a wooden stake through a helpless vampire's heart instantly slays it. This is a full-round action. However, it returns to life if the stake is removed, unless the head is also severed and anointed with holy water.
7: Um. Yeah, if Matume would relay any of that, Eclipse would uh, fumble through her bag, and she would pull out uh, her garlic, her mirror, um, all the things that she's had.
5: Well, That's... look at you! <laughs>
6: Before you jumped into the extremely helpful point about him being a vampire, uh, that cleric over there, that's that's Freya.
4: Freya Any last name?
6: Uh nope, she doesn't have one. Nope. Freya
3: <laughs> You know, none of the main characters have a last name.
5: Well,
2: <laughs> That's weirdly specific. <laughs> That's how we know you're not a main character. <laughs> oh. The side hustle characters have that last name.
4: <laughs> Wait a second.
5: I have two last names. What does that say about me? <laughs>
4: uh. <laughs> Tertiary. <laughs>
5: Tertiary
4: Way on the outside. Um, so, kind of, once everybody's is, is done with that, Matumbe um, uh, might recite those things. Does, uh, does does Sawyer have any idea of where that coffin might be that Brood Spirit returned to? Okay, so he doesn't. None. Um, Alright, well, it's gonna be a long night, guys. And he's gonna... He's like, you know what? I've been saving these for a special occasion. I uh, I always thought, you know, maybe maybe the Devil Wolves could join a larger pack and really run with the Wolves. And he pulls out a beer. What? He pulls out a beer. Two beers. One for himself and
6: one to share with Ikmer. Aww. And what is this beer, Brooks? Oh my. This is touching. The pack IPA. The pack IPA from Wolf's Ridge. Wolf's Ridge pack IPA. A couple of wolves right here. Cheers, bud. Cheers mate uh, you kept saying mate pretty heavily before I don't think pack was the right word <laughs> it's not yeah. mm,
0: pack it in mate
3: <laughs> Freya does uh, heal everyone and that would include both um Sawyer and Anya
0: Anya kind of looks up for me up to you from her seated position Um, and you can tell it's like with a, a grateful look in her eyes and kind of like relief and she kind of confides in you for a moment
1: I personally I was terrified when you all burst through the windows I didn't think We could stand up to an invading force. I'm terrified of Rude. I thought you were with him. I don't know if you know what it feels like to have your mind destroyed, but mine was. And he tortured me in ways that I wouldn't wish on anyone. They're not humane enough for a person to even think of.
3: I'm sorry for the pain I caused you. When we first were con- confronting in battle, I'm glad we were able to come to an understanding. I'm going to do the best I can to heal all of us. I can't take away the memories and the pain that you felt previously I haven't experienced anything quite like that before but I do know what it's like to lose yourself lose part of yourself sometimes the best thing you can do is just move forward do something good with your life the pain doesn't have to hold you back you have a family here. Hold on tight to them. And over time, the pain will fade, and you'll have pleasant memories. It won't ever be truly gone. I know mine isn't. But the good I do helps heal.
0: And she smiles at that.
1: Hmm, Desna was right. Your eyes beyond your years. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, no, she, she, she smiles at that, and, um, and it appears to kind of give her some comfort. I think, you know, her and probably Saw, honestly, were expecting an attack from the undead, not an attack from rational thinking folk. And so even though you clashed, it's almost a relief that you did. Because way worse would have happened if she fell down and Vrood was there.
7: Yeah, so if uh, Saw Sawyer, that is Sawyer and Ikmer, are um, almost finished having their drink, um, their beer together, uh, Eclipse would walk over to um, Sawyer and say, I, th- I know that you and Ikmar have made your long-term deals and plans, and that's great. But this this group here needs to make a really quick, short-term deal, and then I need to make one with you. Oh.
4: Outside of the big, tall Mwangi man, your half work friend, and the dwarf?
7: Yes. The first one is for all of us. Okay. second one is for me. First one is, we we don't just need to kill Ornfrude, we need his head.
4: Listen, w- lady, whatever you're into, that's fine.
7: <laughs> Intact. We need to bring it somewhere. So you can't mess up his face and, and body to the point where it's not a head anymore.
4: Face and body?
7: Sorry, face I'm, and head, the whole thing. I
4: just need head. I can take it from the neck down. That's fine.
0: No
5: touching Perfect. of the hair or face. <laughs> Perfect. Said <Set> brood.
6: <laughs> I, Perfect. I think Anchorman uh, had a great uh, rumble. Anchorman <laughs> 2 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> no touching of you know, the hair they, or face. They knew how to deal with vampires, that's for sure.
7: <laughs> um. So there's.
4: Uh, I'm not in the business of letting Vrood come back. If we need to preserve the head to make sure that he never does or he can reveal his secrets or whatever you want to do with it, whatever weird fetishy stuff, fine. But I don't want him back. So I'll destroy the body and make sure he can't. Whatever happens after that, that's your business.
6: It's actually so that uh, Matumbe can bring it to a very sorry innkeeper.
7: It's a ghost next door.
2: Oh. Well, if I knew the neighbors
4: around here were unfriendly, I wouldn't have picked this building.
7: Oh, no. Friendly is fine. Like, they're friendly. It's just... They need need the head um, to help us out. So...
4: I'll go on record saying I'm confused, but I'll allow it. (laughs) What next?
7: The other one is, if Dr. Viv comes back, And I have the opportunity to kill her. Do not stand in my way.
4: The respect that I have for the doctor is purely a personal one. Professionally, we are on the other sides of this. She stands just as much in my way as she does of yours. That's not going to be a problem.
7: Good. She took a life, and I plan to
4: take hers, if I have the opportunity. It might be harder than you think.
7: Oh, oh, I know. I've already tried, and it didn't work. (laughs) But I'm willing to try again.
6: See, that's heart for you. She's willing to try (laughs) and try again.
0: You know the sign of a good episode 100, when we can go nearly an hour without me hardly having to say a word oh wow yeah there was a lot to break down though I liked it do you guys have anything else to say before you hunker down for the night
7: I've made my deals I'm good now
6: Sawyer the the only thing that uh, should probably uh, address is that uh, when we first came to this building there were uh, two wolves downstairs are uh, are they with you <laughs> or yeah
4: they're not they're not the most perceptive fellows
0: they actually met duriston when he was being brought here and he gave them both Bose noise cancelling headphones <laughs> i was i was going to say like uh, we we uh, whatever no, uh, i imagine i imagine like while the window <laughs> while this conversation is happening you know they were very close to coming upstairs i think i was going to have one come up literally like the next round but when saw yielded like they would have yielded as well much like durston uh, whatever side he was on kind of just stood and waited
7: durston was on whatever side's going to keep him alive
0: hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> You look like a powerful, uh... You look like you have the most health on this battlefield. Wanna take me the hell out of here?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you know, uh, Speaking
6: from, not necessarily experience, but being chained up during the first full moon is... Probably the
0: safest thing. Well, you know that, um... With Durastan, it's been like kind of the full moon. It's like in, it's at its peak right now. Okay. And so he's probably already transformed once before. Oh, okay. And this is like, because it's, it's, when the combat happens, it's still daytime. So he's, he's still able to transform. But yeah, you know, tonight's probably going to be pretty rough for him too.
2: Then let us bed down. And get ready to assault the tower in the morning.
0: All right.
6: McMurray will uh, help Durstan, uh with his
0: Chain issues. Change <laughs> himself mm, I truly do wish I was granted full lycanthropy from a
1: goddess like Desna. I wonder where I can pay for services like that.
6: Yeah, yeah you know, that's uh, really strange. Never... Never heard of that
0: going on. And now he kind of pulls you in and he gets more serious than he sounded before. I knew there was something off about you. I knew it. My boys knew it. I think the rest of your party knew it too. You were always in leagues with the werewolves, weren't you? That's right. Why would you travel with someone like me? Durston, there's
6: no reason why you should be killing anyone, including some of your deepest enemies, just because they have either done it in the past or are set in their ways because they don't understand. And that that's why we didn't come clean to you initially. And we're hoping that in time that you would come to see a new, a new perspective understand the struggles that we go through.
0: Well, I do believe they were forced on me, my dear boy.
6: And I don't believe that that was right. But I also don't believe you were doing the right thing in killing werewolves for the sake of fun.
0: Why does your Inquisitor friend kill the
6: dead? I can't answer. for for Matumbe. That is certainly his choice, but at the same time, I, I can't see ever a time where he or any of us would ever kill an undead simply for the fact of killing it. Our no, he from, kills the dead From the m- very first time that I met him He merely tries to put them to rest and he kills see. the dead
0: because they are evil Does he not? There is evil in this world And the undead Remove the balance from it I killed wolves when I wasn't one of them because werewolves as a whole are inherently evil. They're a blight on the woods and now I'm a part of this. You'll have to go a great distance to show me that what we are now isn't an affront to the balance between good and evil every one of this this man and he gestures to Saw every one of this man's pack are chaotic evil demon and devil worshippers and you look at me like I have a problem for hunting them I just want you to know my side because I know I'm going to be forced to live under you or die. This is not the best. I know it. Saw knows it. Anya knows it. And I, I'm pretty sure you know it. And as they are
6: face to face, Ikmer will change into hybrid and bring him even closer and and you think that we couldn't go out hunting normal humans like you did to us and how easy it would be that's the difference the difference is We are choosing to be
0: peaceful. And he raises his bite-marked arm and stares daggers at you and sits down.
6: I didn't say you had to live under my rule. There's no reason that you have to. You can go whenever you like. There's no reason why you can't find your own way. I never said that the fact that you are afflicted makes anything easier or was right to turn you in the first place. I can't change the past, but there's no reason to make someone else's future that much worse.
0: He just turns his head at you. And with that, the party goes to sleep. Are we doing a watch?
4: Yeah, we'll have those whack-ass wolves from
6: downstairs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they take <laughs> off their take headphones. Off the bows.
0: Yeah, they're, they're super perceptive.
6: Were the Were the undead still doing their... Oh, absolutely. Uh, Patrol,
0: like, just... Absolutely, and I guarantee you they heard the combat inside.
5: Hmm.
6: Has their patrol changed at all since then?
0: You're observing?
6: I I mean, like, this has got to be before we actually
0: go to bed. Yeah, before you go to bed. I imagine, Uh, you know, you hit this place, like, mid-afternoon and have decided that you're going to hunker down here and spend the night because you've brutalized each other. So, yes, during the day, as you're having these conversations and sharing beers and um, generally getting to know each other, you see the undead army amass around the tower. It begins to shrink in, and many of the undead around the perimeter are now moving closer to this structure and that means they're moving past you because where you are right now is right across the square from this tower. Every hour you see more and more of the people you met last night shambling as corpses their fight unsuccessful. Oh, like, our wolves. Oh, no. Shit. And I think you and Saw collectively pray that some of them found shelter in some of the surrounding buildings. Some of them are hopefully doing the same thing that you're doing tonight, barring themselves in, keeping themselves safe to fight another day you have no idea how many have made it and you can't see.
6: That's really hard for Ekmer. (laughs) So so like
2: straight up we lost this battle and now we're marooned behind enemy lines.
0: Yep. It appears so. And it's basically the worst possible way this could have gone. With heavy hearts you hunker down. And you sleep. Make me a perception check.
7: I rolled a three, Ooh. so 14.
4: 15. 20. Uh, Sawyer gets a dirty 20. Mitsumbe's coming at this with a 34.
0: Mitsumbe, you wake up. It's the middle of the night. Mm, got a tickle. You hear this through your groggy haze. A pounding on the door. And then you hear the sound of claws running down the entrance. And you think to yourself, what could this be?
5: Fuck off, Brought your lab coat and
7: support a saw bullshit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gotta be So, as a me. player, I remember when this happened to Eclipse and Lyra. And it was Doctor Vivian Malis, aka Saloom, but Matumbe and Ikmer were not there at the time. I think this was seventy-two. When we we were, were getting our heads ripped off. Yep. Yeah. So we were,
6: yeah, that too.
4: So he doesn't know what this is from experience, but I don't think it's hard to figure out that something malevolent is out there. Probably can't identify it as Doctor uh, Doctor Saloom, but probably wake folks up. Um, Quietly, one at a time. You know, finger over their lips as he as he kind of shakes them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something is out there. Well, and he goes he goes one by one. So, um, regular party first, then Sawyer, Anya, uh, Thurston's fine.
0: <laughs> I think from the second floor you look out the windows first, and the square is eerily quiet. You've been seeing. The undead forces march through it for the entirety of the day and into the night before you went to sleep, but there's nothing there. You don't even see as you look down anyone at the door, but the door is open.
6: We definitely know that she can be invisible. This uh, is extremely concerning to say the least. The two downstairs, are, are they still there? Anya
4: let's check it out um, and Sawyer is going to morph into hybrid form mm-hmm. and I would hope that Anya does the same and start smelling with the scent ability to try and see if there is somebody around who is invisible and giving off a smell
0: you smell chemicals you don't smell a person per se and the Scent isn't moving. The more you sniff it out, the more it's in two distinct locations. But you can tell it's coming from downstairs and it almost burns your nose with your hypersensitive scent. Ikmur, if you were to morph as well, you could, you could smell it and it reminds you of something. Whether you knew or not about what you are in the moment. You can smell the near death on Eclipse when Dr. Saloom cut her. And it's that same scent memory that you're feeling right now. Sawyer, Anya, uh,
6: I've smelled this before and It's definitely Dr. Saloom's doing. Uh, Whatever she might be uh, however that smell is being given off, it's extremely deadly.
0: Be careful. Agreed. She's here. Do you go downstairs? Yeah. So you make your way down. Which man would be quick to follow,
6: of course. And everybody else is up, right? Hey, that like
4: healing though happened, right?
0: Yes, that that certainly happened before you went to sleep.
6: uh, Go through that.
0: So the party heads down the stairs, and the lycanthropes are in the front. You can smell this toxin. Coming from two sides of the room. And I think you all have dark vision. Uh, not Matumbe. Not Matumbe, but yeah. I think everybody that has the scent yeah, has the dark certainly. vision as well. The three of us. In the- um, and, and the rest of you are like, you know, coming down the stairs. And you see the two wolves that were standing guard stabbed through the heart. With silver daggers coated in a poison. Two more dead wolves. And in reality, they've changed back to their human form.
6: And. Ikmer is. is starting to realize the. just the struggles of having to be. a leader and uh, responsible for so many people and at this point it's hard for him to completely understand but he knows that it is difficult to see that one of his own that he saw in wolf form not that long ago in human form with the type of senseless killing that it was. So, uh, Sawyer
4: kicks a quick glance over to, um, to Ikmar and Matumbe. She's here. And he's gonna raise his shield and he's a large tiger. I don't know if that came came across in the last uh, in the last combat, but he is a mechanically large creature. Oh yeah, so he's going to raise his shield and get kind of down behind it and motion Matume on his left and then um, Ikmer onto his right and point at Eclipse and and Freya to kind of get behind him and make like a little Centurion wall. like because we have no idea where she's at. And so we you know, kind of like put shields out because those are the three characters with shields. And you know, kinda of got the sword pointing out, like little porcupines out through the slats and uh yeah, you start, got the phalanx. Yeah, going. the phalanx going <laughs> and 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 like kinda of motion to like let's start moving through this downstairs and find her.
6: And as Ichmer, you
0: smell Oh god
6: Ichmer uh smiles because uh he, he's been doing this tactic by himself uh, for the rest oh, yeah. of the party for uh, a little while and uh, is like si- silently uh, nods his head along like huh
0: alright so as you perform a sweep on the downstairs those of you with scent don't sense anybody here you guys can roll perception checks.
7: Like everyone or just those with sense? Everybody,
0: not just those with sense. I mean, those with perception, you'd be looking for like, you know, something getting displaced by somebody moving past or any of that.
7: 26.
4: Sawyer has a 16. Matoombe has a 32.
7: 17.
6: 17 for me. Uh,
0: We just uh, go ahead and roll Anya's. Percepticon. Yeah, And, uh, of course, it's...
6: 14. Quite a bit better for those with scent for as as far as tracking and survival. If these would be survival checks, but... Yeah. I don't know. You said perception, so... uh.
0: Matumbe can see with his intelligent eagle eyes that there was a there was a tussle down here but he notices that like the first cut on both bodies was the throat to cut the vocal cords and then the next was this poisoned shot he sees no movement in the downstairs just the door gently swaying those of you with scent can smell the lingering trail of maybe a couple of droplets of chemicals leading back out. What do you do? I'm
6: not sure I can... Uh, guarantee our safety here, or, uh, well, both here, but definitely not out there. I, I I can't I can't say for sure where we'll be safer, but we have at least uh. A structure to go into it tonight if we stay here but out there we might be susceptible to an ambush or anything else she's playing games with us
1: yeah she is isn't this all a game No, Griff, this is life.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Playing with our emotions like that.
0: So what are you doing?
4: I don't think there's harm in us checking out what's immediately outside. We can't go to sleep here anyway if the doors aren't barred or secured. I mean, yeah, they're broken. Yeah. So I would posit that we, like, peek outside, see what's going on. Shield Phalanx out. If nothing crazy's happening, pull it back and lock it down. Or I, I could be convinced to like full retreat back to that one building that we knew was somewhat secure.
7: I think the only issue with going back there, right, is like we lose the visibility to the t- tower.
0: Yeah. That's certainly a thing. Yeah. You are probably in the best defensible and most front-facing to the tower building in Feldgrau right now. The, so, tra-
4: the trade-off being we know absolutely that they know we're here, though. Yep. So it's it's just, do we roll the dice and figure anywhere we go they'll know we are, or what? Well, I mean, the
0: other thing is, do you spend an hour of the night boarding up all the windows?
6: Well, I, I think we should at least make our decision based on what we see outside. Okay. Yeah, like I mean, if there's <laughs> that's
5: a like, good a point. A We're of going people also, like
6: rabbit holes. let's see what's going on first. Okay. So, uh, I, I'm Sawyer and Anya. Um, just uh, hoping you guys have a fantastic stealth or uh. Can sneak around because, uh,
0: <laughs> both <laughs> in heavy armor. Nope, <laughs>
4: Ickmer. If this were tall grass, I would get a plus four.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, it is
6: town square. As we like bump shoulders into both of our to half f- blade or like
5: full, <laughs>
6: full there,
2: that plus four, that plus four would go up to a net plus one.
6: Fantastic! Oh boy! Oh man! We would be the fucking stealthiest.
0: You guys want to go ahead and place yourselves on the map here? You are coming from this building in the corner. Clanking ass wolf and tiger. Makes sense.
4: So we got like the phalanx there. People without shields behind. Is Anya actually in this
6: combat? Yeah. Is Anya? Oh, okay.
5: All the way back there.
6: I mean, she can be wherever she
0: wants. I'm just curious. As you exit the building, in formation, phalanx formation, the square is eerily still. All you can see in front of you is the cobblestone lit by the high, full moon. You see the tower... Rising in that dimly lit sky, and you can hear on the wind the groans and smell the decay of undeath around you. But there's nothing in this square. Make me a perception check.
7: 28.
4: 28 for Matumbe as well. Sawyer is going to go up to a 27. 18.
6: sent scent uh, was a bit overloaded with three.
4: Oh. Don't you get extra wisdom for being hybrid form, bro? Full werewolf?
0: He would, but still. Oh, uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> Still bad.
5: Uh, yeah.
0: So, so everybody but Ikmer can hear this coming from the other side of the square towards the tower. It's the clanking of chains. And you see it before it enters. It looks like a building moving this shadow and you remember back those of you that were guided by Desna you remember the shadow you saw in the painted realm of the cards and the first thing that leaves the shadow of the buildings and enters the moonlit square is a woman in a lab coat. And she's holding a chain. And she pulls it with her. And you see that the chain is covered in spikes. And then you begin to hear massive footfalls. And this writhing... Amalgam of bodies enters the square. And you see it from the bottom first. And you recognize immediately bits and pieces of Lepidstat villagers built onto each other and you see the errant pitchfork and torch built into the body and structure of this creature the mob you lost has been found and as the creature moves more into focus into the moonlight you see that where its head should be are several skulls. Their flesh and lips contorted into hideous smiles. Ikmer, Matumbe, and Eclipse you immediately recognize the faces of Prince Czar and Captain Come Caleb. Come on. Come on. You can't. And do in that. the center, you see the face of Seymour. No. Grinning at you horrendously, his teeth partially fallen out this amalgam of corpses built to spite you and leading it into the square is Dr. Vivian malice.
2: there's something wrong with you Griff. there's something wrong with you
6: I I don't have words. Fuck it. we we had such a thing with Seymour and Weiner
3: don't worry though vivian has a few words from across the courtyard
8: our paths cross again saw i'm so disappointed that you've wasted your gift like this these new friends of yours They set my research back months by destroying my lab, but my progress can't be stopped. Since you've all been making some new friends, I made a friend on the road as well. I think you'll all get along very nicely. I wasn't able to teach you a lesson last time. But this time, we surely will. Welcome to the exhibition of my work.
4: Dr. Vivian, this is your last chance to move aside. They all want your head, and if this was me going up against Mr. Turner or Grandma Opal, it would be a different story. You know that. You know that right and well. This is your last chance. It's not around you. It's through you if you don't move.
8: We were able to accomplish so much together. I learned no, from you. we
4: weren't. You used me the same way that the rest of them used me beat me down, broke me apart, and used me for fucking cat and fodder.
8: Don't we all use each other to get what we want? What are you doing with them except to further your goals? I helped you, you helped me, and we brought pain to the world. It was glorious. And if you want to waste your gifts and try to stop our progress, there's no other way. Such a waste of talent. I'll be sorry to see you go.
4: I think you're right about something, Vivian. All that time we spent together, the good times and all the bad, we can help each other. You can help me fix a problem, and that's the rage that I feel against Vrood and company. You just volunteered to put yourself in my crosshairs. I'm sorry, but this is the way it has to go
0: and with that the collective voice of the crooked kin screams out in agony and lurches forward towards the party and I need you to finish your drinks cause we'll see you next week
6: Ooh. oh
1: boy oh. it's a cold I... turkey isn't it oh I knew it.